Hi, and welcome to Behind the Bar, a podcast that takes conversations out of the dance class. I'm Krista. And I'm Taylor. And welcome to Behind the Bar. Jazz hands. Hello. I feel that like ninety five percent of what we do is laugh. I feel that too. Like I feel like if you just did a compilation of like every single podcast episode that we have filmed, it would just be laugh. <laughs> but I also feel that would be the soundtrack compilation if you came into the studio. That's very true. Like my son has been coming here on Thursdays after school, and he's now said, I'm "Not certain you and Taylor work." We I'm do. Like, we do. It's just like Thursdays we're just laughing. It's but funny. also I feel like our most productive hours are any time like in before the morning. Three. Yeah. Before 3 p.m. we are at our most productive. Yeah, it's different once the extra bodies come in. Yeah, we have a group to entertain. Chaos. Yeah, like yesterday we had to I be was on. I was You're on. <laughs> we have to entertain the masses when they show up. We can't just be sullen. That no. would be Boring. It would be boring. And we are too cool for that. What is life if not just one giant yeah. rendition of but he, McGuire? He even said yesterday, because my be real was a picture of you oh fixing the chair. Yeah. Because Taylor self-made this. Well, not self-made. It's a, per, <laughs> it's, a per, it's a it's a purchase chair that you put together. Yeah. She didn't like whittle it herself. No. <laughs> and it's falling apart. Yes, but it's only because one of the nuts is like missing. Like I can't. Yes, and I gone. have strongly encouraged her to allow me to buy another chair or to take mine from the back. And she shakes her head. No, she likes this wobble she's in. <laughs> well, no, when I, I sit like... in that chair, I feel like I'm gonna fall. It's literally holding on by I think one screw. No, it's got and it's three. just like woo, like it's very like a wobble board. It's anyway. Just just missing one screw. Yes. So my be real is you fixing it and me laughing. And my son said again, see, I knew you guys didn't do anything. I'm like, that was work. That is work. Yeah. I, I can't just stand. I don't have a standing desk. <laughs> no, you don't. Like, could you imagine if you just walked in here and I was standing? It'd be weird. It would be weird. Yeah, that's not what we do. Yeah. So anyway, um, we do like to laugh. At Chris's son. Check yourself. Oh, yeah. Taylor and my son are fighting right now. <laughs> are we still in a fight? I, I don't know. So. Probably. It was last Thursday. I'm hoping you guys have moved on. I don't think so. You haven't seen each other. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. know if he's here this Thursday. Uh, I have to check with him. I mean, probably not anymore. He's too scared to come around these parts. I don't think he's scared. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that. So, big news in Canada. Right. Starbucks got two new spring drinks. Apparently, these aren't only one of them's in the States. Oh, not that one. This one isn't in the States? Apparently yes. not. From my TikTok research. So, you just went ahead and tried it without us doing the taste I know, test? I'm so what sorry. What are you doing? Continue. I was just going into this. Yeah. Are you serious? Well, then I got a little thirsty. So, I just started talking about this, and then she drinks this drink, and we haven't tried them yet. Yeah, we were sorry. waiting for on air. Okay. Well, well, we are on now. air. It's done now. Well, no. I don't not. even have a lead up. Yes, we have these two <laughs> drinks. So Canada released the same one as the States, the caramel, cinnamon caramel cold brew. Mm-hmm. And there's a cinnamon caramel nitro cold brew. This is just the cold brew. Yeah. I didn't get the nitro. I don't, I don't know really which know one will difference. be better. Nitro is a smoother coffee. I actually like it better. Oh, okay. It comes out of that like beer tap. Yeah. Then the other one that apparently is not American. Interesting. Is the um, strawberry matcha. Oat, oat, oat latte. latte. Yeah. Strawberry matcha oat latte. 
So it's the strawberry syrup that Canada got that oh. apparently the states, you guys don't have it. So you're telling me in this matcha there's strawberry syrup, not there is. strawberries. Okay. I looked them up. Okay. So the matcha is the normal matcha latte mm -hmm. with oat milk, yeah. adds the strawberry syrup, yeah. adds strawberry inclusions, which right. are those pieces of fruit. Yeah. This one, the cinnamon mm -hmm. caramel cold brew, I really think sounds like a caramel macchiato. Yeah. Um, cold because it has just the vanilla syrup in it which is what caramel macchiato has but then it has a cinnamon caramel cream through it right so i don't know now so now you've tried your matcha well, what's your review what's I your review have, i need like a good gulp. okay go for it with the matcha okay shaking I'm, it up uh, somebody's got to keep talking so we're not in dead air okay ew was that a hunk of strawberry that comes out yeah. i'm not down okay go what's mm, it like you know what i like it it does have a grassy vibe because I'm going to be honest, Starbucks matcha isn't my favorite. You, The look that you have on your face is disappointment. Okay, go ahead. Keep talking about your matcha. Okay. I didn't try that yet. So I do like the grassy taste, but like not this grassy. I'm not the biggest fan of Starbucks matcha, but it is good. Why don't you like Starbucks matcha? I just find that it's got like a, like. Too earthy? Mm-hmm. Well, you like really sweet yeah, sugar matchas. Yeah, I like matchas. sweet sugar matcha. Right, which is like essentially not real matcha. Yeah. <laughs> Sugary I'm not matcha. a big but this, even with matcha, the syrup, like, it's yeah, not it's not as sweet as described. Okay. So the cinnamon caramel cold brew. Yeah. The flavor is fine. Right. But I I feel like I taste a chemical. Okay. And you don't like cinnamon, really. Like you don't like a lot. I don't like heavy cinnamon. Right. Um to me, it has the same chemical that I can taste in the sugar cookie. Sugar cookie. Mm, do you want to try this? And I don't like that. Yeah, so try mine. Okay. Oh, the strawberry matcha is good. I don't like that. No? No. I like the cold foam. Do you taste the, the chemical? Yeah, it's in like the aftertaste. It's that what weird. is that? I don't know. That's good. I like the matcha. I like it because it's not overly sweet. I find it quite fresh. I will order that. You will. With I'll order that. strawberry cold foam on top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody get <laughs> adding strawberry cold foam. We discovered it. Well, we talked about it on Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. um, it's the best. If you get strawberry puree added to your cold foam, you are winning. To yeah. get it to a chocolate cold foam or get it added oh. into a vanilla cold foam, it, in the you won't cold regret foam it. It's like the best thing in the yeah. world. This matcha is good. I like it. I like it because it's not sweet. Good. This tastes like chemical. What is with all their drinks tasting like I don't know. Chemicals? I don't highly recommend. I mean, it's not like I can't drink it. Like, I'm not gagging. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to buy it again. Well, it's not like that one drink. What was that one that you, like, absolutely couldn't drink? Pistachio? Maybe it was that one. We tried it last year, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, those are our reviews. The Big matcha, Starbucks the matcha, world. they kind of nailed it. Okay. You don't think so, hey? You wouldn't get it again? Well, I probably would. I would. Because I do like like their matcha, like I I like their matcha lattes. It's just I there is like a super earthy after. What if you got more strawberry? It probably like I would Juice, probably be like, like delicious. I would probably be or, like, okay. Not even strawberry syrup. You're right. If you added the cold foam, oh, it'll it would sweeten be, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our review. That's our review. Um. Okay. <laughs> What's up? <How's> life? <laughs> now that well, life with my bread machine is still good. Yeah. It's I me made you morning. another loaf on the, for the weekend yeah. for you to have for toast. Mm -hmm. I And you like that recipe better. I do. Yeah. Okay. 
because you find it easier to cut. Yeah, it is super easy to cut. Like my slices of bread are so just. Yeah, I find that loaf easier it, to cut too, but I feel it, like it has no flavor. Like I mean, it's fine I mean, when you're toasting it. Obviously, toast is toast. White bread is white bread. Yeah, like I I put stuff on my toast, so I like don't, don't really. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to decide which loaf to make next. If I should go back to the other the, one. The other one was a softer loaf. I yeah. find. I feel like, is this a bread podcast? This is a bread podcast. Hey, <laughs> big point is always I made cinnamon buns. Yes. Oh, my God. They were so good. And they were so easy in the bread maker. Yeah, that's crazy. Because I just put the dough. Option seven on mine is dough. <laughs> right. So it made the dough. Yeah. And then I rolled the dough out and I slopped in like the filling. Like, it made the dough for you. Mm. Is dough usually hard to make? It's not that dough's it's hard to like make, tedious. but it's work, right? Because you didn't need the dough. And so you're like mixing it and then you're kneading it and then you let it rise and then you knead it and then you let it rise and then you knead it and then there's usually three rises. But then when you put in the bread machine, so the machine does, it all for it, does it all for you, dump all the, re- the ingredients in and mm-hmm. then it kneads it mm-hmm. and then it says rise one and then it kneads it and then it says rise two and then rise three, it's done, it took an hour and a half and then mm-hmm. I took it out, rolled it, filled it, put them in the pan and then I let them rise again just so that the, the buns would get a bit bigger yeah. and then I baked it. Look it was so, so easy. Like, I'm just so excited. Like, my family's so frustrating, though. Not my son is so frustrating. Because it's, well, it's like any child. They When they like something, they like it. But they only like it for a short period of time. Yeah. And if you make it, like, two more times, they're like, why are you still, why do you make too much of it? It's, you overkill it. So I said to him last night, because I made this pan of cinnamon buns. I gave Taylor one. I gave my mom one. I gave his best friend a couple. Trying to, because mm-hmm. I know he won't eat them all. So I fed him one last night, and I said, do you honestly like these? And he's like, yeah, they're really good. And I go, okay, I'm going to make them. Like, I'm going to put them into my rotation. He goes, well, don't don't make them more than, like, a couple times a year, or else we won't want them. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, but they're cinnamon buns. Yeah. And they're good. Like, you everybody likes a cinnamon bun. Everyone. Every, but you should no, like, like one. like, everyone does. And I was like, really? He's like, well, we'll just get so sick of them, mom. Because he gets sick of everything. <laughs> like, if he says he likes ham, and I buy ham two weeks in a row, he's like, why'd you buy ham again? Like, you like ham. <laughs> What else can you make in your bread machine? Anything. Like anything? Like, <laughs> when know. you make your you chili want? tomorrow, are oh, you going to no. make buns for it? I'm not going to make buns because I'm not going to be at home. Okay. I'll be at work. Yeah. Because I have a meeting at my house at 6.30 tomorrow night. So, <laughs> I do. I know, but like. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I have a meeting. <laughs> what? So my plan is to use the delayed setting of yep. the bread. Yes. And then have the bread turn on at three, because mm-hmm. it takes three hours for bread. So then at six PM, I'll have a fresh loaf of bread. So when everybody shows up at six thirty, I'll have fresh bread for them. Because if I do the buns, I'd make the dough and then I'd have mm-hmm. to go home, form the buns, and then bake them. Because it doesn't form buns. It no. doesn't know how to form things. <laughs> so I'd have to still form the bun yeah. and bake it, and that's just extra work that yeah. I don't really have time for tomorrow. No. no. But I would like to make buns. Interesting. You know what I saw somebody do? What? They made dough, bread bu- bu- dough, bun, dough, dough, bun, bun, dough, bun, dough, bun, dough. <laughs> oh, Lord. They made bun dough, mm-hmm. and they stuffed it with pulled pork. Stop. How freaking good would that, that be? And then they delicious. baked the buns. So I'm going to do that too. Not like right now, but it's going to go into my rotation. I'm really happy for that. I can't I, you'll have to try for one And to then when she had extra dough, yeah. she filled the extra dough with Nutella. Which I made Taylor a t- Nutella oh, to croissant last week I was too. telling my friend on FaceTime last night, I was like, I've been living the high life. I got into Chris's car. She had a Nutella croissant for me. I got into Chris's car. She had a cinnamon bun for me. I know. Yeah. 
It was good. Just any, it's any great. loaf of bread, anything I can do. <laughs> but yeah, so I want to try those. But oh, so in the bread machine, you can obviously make bread. Yeah. You can make French bread, and that I'm not understanding. I guess it just cooks differently. Right. But it's the consistency of fresh bread, French bread, so to have a bigger crust. Yeah. Not really like a huge fan of crust. Yeah, me neither. So I've kept this, like the bread I'm making. I can actually do lighter crust. Do you want me to try? I've never tried. I've been using medium crust. Wow. So the bread you're getting is a medium <laughs> crust. <laughs> Everybody has hit stop on the podcast because they don't care. This is just normal conversation for us. We have forgotten we're podcasting. You should try a small crust, like a small crust with the old recipe. Okay, why? I don't know. I just, I feel like that might be a good combo. Okay, I'll try it. I'll try it for you. Because I've been doing medium crust, Mm -hmm. but you can do less crust. Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, the other thing you can make in the bread machine, so you obviously can make dough. Yeah. There's like nine options. I can't remember any of the others at this time. Oh, there's... (laughs) A gluten-free setting. Yeah. But, like, I don't understand that setting because you would have still have to buy the gluten-free ingredients. It's not like it makes the bread gluten-free. Yeah. But I guess it cooks differently. Right. Then there's a jam setting. You can make jam. What a weird <laughs> thing. You make jam a in your pair? bread machine? It says so. It says right on it, jam. And I was like, jam? This is a bread machine. It says jam. I don't understand so this that. Summer, You're going to have to go into it. When fruits are of abundance. Because my favorite jam mm-hmm. is peach, to be honest. It is okay. a hard jam to find that's good because most people add lemon or, lemon or orange to their mm-hmm. peach jam. I don't like lemon, and I don't like orange added to peach jam. I want right. fresh peach. So anyway, I'm going to look into this jam part because maybe, you know what, soon I'll be showing up on Saturdays with bread <laughs> and jam, and you'll be like, all right. Soon you'll be making peanut butter. <laughs> I would love to make You're going to, like, churn your own butter <laughs> in, like, the basin jar butter. Yeah, maybe I will be. I mean, every TikTok says we're going back to the olden days because it's so <laughs> – a loaf of bread is in where we live in Canada yeah. anywhere from five to six bucks for one loaf. If you go to Costco, you can obviously buy, like, the set of two or three mm-hmm. for, I think, $8 right now or whatever. But my bread machine was 130 bucks. But if I make enough bread – yeah. It's only costing me a dollar something a loaf yeah. for ingredients. And I feel like you're on your way to making enough bread. And I made, like, I've made bread to bring in here. Mm-hmm. I've made yulos. I'm going to make my mama loaf. I made the cinnamon buns. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try. So I'm, like, trying to incorporate the bread. Groceries are really expensive. Like, my friend yesterday said that she spent $13 on one jar of peanut butter. Yeah, I would believe and it. And I was like... I know. My girlfriend yesterday said she went to Costco and spent 500 bucks mm-hmm. at Costco for a normal grocery shop didn't and just went off the list. Like mm-hmm. she was buying exactly what they needed. That's super expensive. Yeah, that's crazy. That's super expensive. And I and it's true, like every, everywhere is expensive. So I'm really trying to use like what's in my fridge and what's in my house and like add to it. So look at you bread, go. dollar something bread. You need by to the time start one of those like like bread mom Instagram. Okay, I'm not doing that. But like a big thing of flour at Costco is 12 bucks. Yeah. So that's a good price and I can get a ton of loaves out of that. Costco's and then I just need a little bit of sugar and yeast and like the thing of yeast was $3 and I've not even made a dent in it. Interesting. So I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good about this. I also feel And really I think good. I'm going to make cinnamon buns again for like a Saturday morning when we oh, come Oh! And then everybody dream. can have a nice cinnamon bun. That's a dream. Uh, I'm on the it. dream. Maybe I'll do it because this is my last Saturday here. Not forever, just no, for no. like a while. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, it's 
to my last Saturday on Earth. I actually just decided. That. No. Uh, yeah, it's my last Saturday in the building until April because we have competition and then spring break. Yeah. And then Easter and mm-hmm. then competition. I actually am not in air for a long time. And then competition. And then competition. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so I hope everybody still stayed tuned in. Yeah. Um, now that we've talked about bread <laughs> and our conversation that was like not really probably meant for the podcast, but it's been recorded, so we're going to go it's with it. It's staying. You just have to enjoy what we have to say, and I'm going to keep drinking my chemically coffee. Okay. Yeah. So, email. <laughs> email. Email. So, a few podcasts ago, we discussed a parent who we thought was going to be a big problem. They had sent an email. They came in for a meeting. We had the meeting. We thought it went really well. Yeah, it went totally fine. Um, We had a good chat, competitive dancer. Whatever. No big deal. Thought everything was, like, fine for the rest of the year. Smooth sailing. And we, like, it was great. We'd opened up a line of communication. It was the same parent that I had told to get out of group chats. The group chats are toxic. And so it was, like, this, this good chat. Anyway, so for... Two weeks, things were good. Yeah. To the point where the mom even said in an email, things have been really good. Yeah, since things our have meeting. been great. Lovely. Love that. Cool. So then we get an email last week. <laughs> and what triggered it was, I guess, for them, is we are hitting competition seasons coming. With the way our competition season lands and the way our schools did spring break, we have spring break for two weeks, and then we come back to work for four days, and then we hit Easter. And so they didn't do it well. Like, it's not planned out well to see the kids. It's, it's so not, weird. We miss a whole other extra weekend. Yeah. So these competitive kids don't have enough time to rehearse something before we go away. So to make it work for us, on the last Sunday of spring break, we're bringing in a certain group of competitive kids to rehearse their stuff on a Sunday, and then we're bringing in another group of competitive kids late on a Tuesday night to run the other dances so we're not here too, too late at yeah. night. Some of these kids are younger. Yeah. So that was, like, the best solution for us, and we're doing it in the afternoon on the Sunday because it's like, you know what? People should be coming back to town from spring break at that point. Yeah. And we also released this schedule in September. Yeah, like, September 13th. We don't change anything unless, like... Like, in terms of big group rehearsals. We like give the set. full schedule. Full schedule in, in September. September so that you have your entire time to plan. So it always baffles me when people come out of the woodwork and start complaining about rehearsals. Because yes. we're like, they've been there the entire time. Yeah. And we do this so that it's as seamless as we can make it. Mm-hmm. Having said that, are there always extra rehearsals booked? Yes. Yes. There's things that sometimes have to change, whatever. But in the contract, it says that we are allowed to change when yeah. we want. But we try very hard to make it so that our parents can see their full year of dance and not have a lot of, like, surprises. I feel like we're really good like at that's it. fair. So we ele- released the schedule September 13th. Just a week ago, basically, this mom emails asking why there's dance on the Sunday of spring break. Yeah. That dancers should have spring break off. I agree dancers should have spring break off. I'm a huge advocate for that. We don't open during spring break. But this is Sunday night. Yeah. After the whole thing. Like, it's like 24 hours before you come back to dance anyway. Yeah. And last year, we did hold we did a this last year class that was completely optional. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure she showed She up. came. Yeah. We did a boot camp ballet yeah. class last year on the Sunday just because, again, we ran into weird timing. Yeah. And she showed up to that and it was a non-issue. 
So she says that. So Taylor responds basically just saying, like, well, this has been there all year and you, like, you come. Well, she obviously didn't like that. So then she sends another email with some questions, which is totally fine. And her last question, her last comment is that they might not be there on the Sunday. Yeah. They just might not be there. So I respond with, you've had the schedule since September so that you can plan accordingly. Yes. Because that's a true statement. And if you can't attend, we'll have to discuss booking a private. So we have allowed kids to miss the, the, the needed group competitive rehearsals if they pay for a private. And it's not cheap to pay for a private. It is not ideal to pay for a private. But if you really need to miss, you need to make that time up. Because it, as we all know, dance is a team and there's not a backup person who's going no. to do your part because it's a set number we don't we're not a professional company that has understudies this isn't a thing for us and it just makes sense like you're taking yourself out of the equation and all of your teammates are showing up so the least you can do is book a private so that you are caught up and you've had exact amount of practice exactly and that is we've been transparent about that we've had that rule for years mm -hmm. now and so for whatever reason this mom has been very she was very resistant about that rule a few months ago she yes. freaked out about it and i explained it to her and then we've kind of moved on we moved on we thought things were good so then she complains again so i send the email about planning accordingly and then paying the money so then she responds to that email <laughs> it was insane it was she, perhaps like one of the weirdest emails it was weird she wrote an email that was it, even the way she started it it was almost like as if we were in conversation and she was just, yeah. but we weren't in conversation because it didn't even start with like a normal sentence. It was just like, well, when I booked this and I'm like, mm -hmm. when you booked what? I don't even know what you're talking about. So she writes this email. Every seventh-ish word is caps locked yeah. at me. So it's like she's yelling. So it's like, you, blah, 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 blah. Don't know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. It read as super aggressive. Super aggressive. Yeah. Um, she then goes on to let us know it's not our business what happens in her personal life, which I fully agree. I've never asked about her personal life. You've never asked no. about her personal So I'm confused why that came up. But then after she but wrote that. She, she goes on for a whole paragraph about her personal yeah, life. Yeah, things we, we didn't need to know. I don't need to know that. I don't need to know your medical history. No. So I was like, this is odd. Nobody asked. Yeah. And then it goes on again of being aggressive and yelling and then telling us near the end of it that that her daughter feels so punished and unliked and i'm like this just doesn't even make sense where's her kid being punished yeah we have rules for everybody everybody on the team has the same rule so if you're not showing up you're booking a private. Yeah. And if you're not showing up or booking the private, you don't get to compete. Like, it's pretty simple. But then it's it's weird because she's making all these assumptions. Because at this point, everything in her email is an assumption. Just like how it was the first time we met. Yes. It was everything Which was an I assumption. I told her to stop making assumptions because exactly. she doesn't know. She doesn't know what's happening behind the scenes. So why would you once again, after we had that good meeting and you said everything was fine, why would you once again make a list of assumptions? Because you don't know who's booking privates, who's done this, who's done that. Like, you don't no. know. No. And then she goes on to say in this email, so yeah, like to speak to that. She's like, you know, I, I, we don't ever miss. We don't ever miss. We drive mm -hmm. back and forth. We change our lives. Nobody's asked you to do nope. this. Like, if you have a medical reason to not come, don't come. Yeah. Like, we're not unreasonable. No. 
you're asking to miss just because you're not going to be here on the Sunday, not for a medical reason. And it just like <clears throat> felt so odd because she's asking for compassion and empathy yes. and blah, blah, blah. You, you would have yeah. compassion. You, after our track record. And I'm like, okay, wait a sec. And it's like, how do you, you know how you, how does she know how you feel? Yeah. How does she know anything? And I'm like, all I said was that you have to be there yeah. because that's the rules. Yeah. Like these are just black and white rules. Yeah. These are that not. We hold literally everyone Everybody to. accountable. And then she brings up the whole, apparently, Apparently, according to her, other kids in her class have been missing classes. Yeah. And we have a certain we allow a certain amount of misses per term as a competitive kid. So you can miss three times in the first semester, three in the second, and that can be for non-dance related yeah. things. And it's it's fair and it's that's a lot of misses. It's a like good that's rule. six, it works. Yeah. Nobody's over those, but she claims in her email that kids are. So now I'm like, are you counting kids' attendances? And from where? She's but not then in here. She says when I called her out on it, she yeah. did say, I don't keep count. So I'm like, why was that even in the email? Yeah. But my biggest concern is where she wrote, my daughter feels punished. Yeah. And I'm like, we've never punished her. She doesn't get sat out. Nope. She's not in the back row. Nope. She's not. And to me, back row is not a punishment. That mom would think it is. She's, yeah. She's very, and we've said it about her before. She plays the victim. She's very focused on. If anything, this child in one of her dances has a standout moment where she's just the one in the middle and the only one there doing I know. it. I so know. it weirds me out that she would say that. But that's how she lives her life. Yeah. It's a very victim mentality. And she pushes that onto so, her dancer so bad. Yeah. So we get this email. It's incredibly aggressive. I'm taken aback. I'm confused because two weeks ago she told us that everything was going great. Yeah. But now I'm holding her accountable for a rehearsal. So suddenly I'm the bad guy great. and I'm getting yelled at through an email because the words, there's absolutely no reason to capitalize things unless you're a excited yeah. so like if i text taylor like about these new things i'm like we're going and yeah. capitalize i wasn't yelling at taylor that was an excited text and like i'm a chronic you can decipher the person. two yeah that was very yelly she wasn't excited to say the <laughs> no. words no one that was yeah. a yelling at krista aggressive moment. so i and in what seemed sorry what seemed like a very not well thought out email oh my god the, the email is chaotic seem well thought out the email we'll wasn't well thought out that. it is chaotic yeah it is awful, it is written poorly, it's yelly, it says ridiculous things, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So I respond, and all I say is, I would like to meet in person so things don't get lost in translation. Mm -hmm. Also, we've opened up the lines of communication with you, I would like to keep that going. Yeah. Because we have had a one-on-one. -on -one. Do I want to sit with this mom again already three weeks later? No, this is no. a waste of time. But I am not doing this. I'm not being spoken to that way, and I'm not... It's just, the email's such nonsense. Like, she's giving personal information. She's attacking other kids. She's attacking us. And it's nonsense. And what feels odd about it is, while this is happening on email, you're having a totally different conversation, a pleasant conversation, on our Instagram with her. Yes. So it just felt so jarring. Because then she, on Instagram, had posted something, which we can talk about after if we have time, that was, like, very positive. Yeah. And I caught, I, it was, like, she tagged in the studio, so I obviously reshared it. And I said to her, I'm really glad you guys attended that or whatever it was. And she was, like, it was so great, so wonderful. And I'm, like, this is weird. The email I'm reading and the Instagram message through the business are two different people. Yeah. Something's wrong. So I give her in my reply to email a blocking of times that I am available to meet. And I give... A ton. I even give off of out of office hours <laughs> because I want this dealt with. Yeah. I give Saturdays office hours. I'm like, I don't know if she wants to bring her husband because that's always a big thing. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. So 
whatever. I give all these hours. She does not respond. No. And I'm checking the email faithfully all weekend because I want this handled. So Monday, Taylor and I go to the gym. And doesn't she email and says, <laughs> I just came to the studio and the doors are locked. And I'm like, what? What do you mean she came to the studio? Did, I said, I'm available the following times for a meeting. Yeah. And I give all these times. Did I miss an email? No, she just showed up. Well, I was offering all these times out of the office to accommodate you, and you couldn't be bothered to respond. Like, I'm saying to Taylor, I said, that's like me literally <laughs> saying to you, like, I can go to the movies at 5, 7, or 9. Yeah. And then you just go stand at the movies at 5. And, say, and then I'm go, here. you weren't here. And I'm like, you didn't pick a time. <laughs> she never picked a time. No. It's so. It was really odd. That I don't understand that. In, like, normal day-to-day, that would never cross my mind to not even, like, give a time. Because we've joked about it since then, and you're like, I'm going to come. Pick you up from the gym, and she's like, it opened at 5 a.m. I'm standing here already waiting for you. What? It just makes no sense to me. And if someone offers you time, you say, okay, this works best for me, or this time works, or, like, something just to reply. You don't just assume, because it's not like she showed up on the Saturday that you offered her, because she didn't. No. I offered her Saturday at 11, and I I, I couldn't wait. I had to Mm. leave town. And I said to her, I hope she doesn't pick that. You're going to have to now tell her it's taken. But she didn't show up or pick it because no. she never responded. It was so weird. So then I, of course, email going, hey, like, did I screw up? Because yeah. I don't see an email response. She's like, oh, no, it's me. I just showed up. Very weird. Why? I so. But she's also the mom that waited outside of the door. She has and, like, waited outside the door and bombarded her way in here yeah. during little kids' classes in the morning. Um, inappropriate behaviors consistently. Mm-hmm. So she finally comes in for this meeting. And honestly, it was weird. Like, I said to her right away, I want to discuss this email because um, I didn't like the email. It didn't sit right with me. It felt aggressive. And I didn't like the way you capitalized words. It felt like you were yelling. To that statement, she laughed and said, my kids say I don't yell. Mm -hmm. And I went, okay, but you capitalized all these words. Like, I'm just, what are we doing here? And I'm glad you went into the meeting. You had everything printed out. You had yeah. all the correspondence. You had written your own notes. You knew yeah. what you wanted to touch on. And you had things from other teachers, like, saying and disproving whatever she was trying to say. Yeah. Well, she tried to say that we told her daughter she wasn't a good dancer, and that's why she yeah. wasn't in this one dance. When, in fact, what had happened is that a group was running a routine her daughter wasn't in, and they didn't do a good job. And the teacher looked at them and said, you guys, I love you, and I believe in you. You're all good enough to be in this dance. You yeah. need to believe that. But the daughter took that as, the teacher wasn't even talking to the daughter. And the daughter took that as she's not good enough and the teacher only said it to them. And I'm like, this needs to stop. This is ridiculous. That's like next level victim. Yes. Like your daughter wasn't even part of the conversation. She's on the other side of the room. So, okay, she heard the comment. But we've also said that to her tons. We believe in you. Believe in yourself. We're allowed to tell groups we believe in you and love you. You were chosen because we love you. It's okay. We believe in you. It doesn't mean you weren't chosen because you're not good. Quit it. Quit the game. So I, I tell her that. And she didn't engage. Like, I, I was like, I want to talk to this piece about it. I want to talk to you saying our schedule is forever changing and moving. Mm-hmm. What the hell? You've had it since the fall. Well, you added this and you added that. I'm like, everything we've added has been optional. Yeah. Everything we add says, if you can make it, yeah. would you like to come? I'm hosting this. Would love to have your kid there. She opts to come. Yeah. You don't so, have to change your entire th- – it's okay absolutely to say not. No. It is okay to say, hey, we actually can't make it at this time. Fine. Yeah. Because sorry. we understand because we're human and we make mistakes. Like, we forgot a group rehearsal. Yeah. So one night we had to email and say, hey, sorry, please make it. I know if you can't, that's totally fine. But if you can, please come. They chose to make it that day. And according to her, they had to re- do their schedule to come. It. 
Well, nobody told you to come. We no. said it's optional. There's a whole bunch of optional things we offer. And while I'm sure you feel people feel pressured, like, oh, we mm -hmm. should come, you can you can say no. Yeah. And also, they're available to come, but she's making it a bigger deal than it yeah. is. So anyway, I like explained all that to her, but she never really engaged with the email. And even when I said to her, how does your daughter feel punished? Yeah. She said, well, she's never able to go on the weekends to watch her, her, yeah. her sibling play sports. Okay. And if she goes, she gets punished at dance because she has to um, book a private or she has to, she, she can't miss, ever yeah. miss. And I went, okay, because those are the rules. But that's not a punishment. And then I said to her, does your daughter know yeah. that if she misses on a weekend, she can book a private for yeah. cost of money and make it up? Nobody's punishing her. And she didn't answer that damn yeah. question because I know her daughter weird. didn't know. Because based no. on a further email after, yeah. her daughter didn't know that. And so I just stared at her. And then she, she just, it, it's bad. Like, I, I don't know. She, there was... In all of this, there happened to be one of the competitions we go to hosted a parent competitive meeting, which was lovely of them to do. It was a free workshop yeah. with a really great speaker. Um, and they they talked about competition and just dance in general and how dance is so different than sports because you don't have a backup goalie, a yeah. backup center, whatever the sport you're playing is. They don't have that. So... She did say to us, I'm understanding a little bit better. I've always compared dance to sports. Yeah. So it makes me really mad when my daughter can't miss, but my son can miss and he doesn't get punished. Having said that, I strongly disagree. I don't know what level he's playing, but at a higher level of sports, you do get punished. You won't be on the starting line. If you're late, you don't play in the first period. Yeah. You get benched. These and things I'm sorry, happen but it's in sports. Just fair. Yeah. Like my son was late for basketball and they were mm -hmm. like, you won't play on the starting line because you're late. He had yeah. to be late. He had he had whatever other training elsewhere. He knew that. He said, I'm not starting tonight because I have to show up late to basketball. Yeah. Do you think I called the coach? No, no. that's the freaking rules. But Great. also you know because you like yeah, like something so similar. Like, and you don't deserve to start. But you also had a different thing to go to that was sports related. But like you're not in trouble. And it's like, okay. What made me really mad about that whole her being punished thing was she's being punished by not being able to go on the weekends, blah, blah, blah. But that's not our doing. Like she made it sound like we were punishing her. But nope. I think it's just them. Like well, it is. them punishing her and saying like, oh, well, you can't do this because you have dance. Dance won't let you. Yeah. Dance won't let you. Dance won't let not, you. That's not the narrative that is at all created in here. And even the routines she's in. we When we pick our competitive teams, we always select two or three that they are going to be in no matter what. These are your three routines yeah. that we pick you for. Then we usually have an optional routine or two because we don't ever want to overwhelm a dancer. We're very, very aware of, like, what's their max capacity. Yeah. So if we think their max capacity is, say, three dances, we'll put them in two, and then we'll give an option for the third or an option for the fourth and go, these are optional. Here's the rehearsal schedule for the year. Yeah. So you don't have to sign up for this optional one. Well, this particular family did sign up for the optional. And then she's saying to me, well, we've had no days off. We've had no days off every weekend. But you signed up. You signed up And then something. Taylor and I went through and counted. It was an extra nine weeks of rehearsal. That they would have had off. off. Or like an earlier end of their yeah. evening or something. But like you can't complain about something 
not fitting your schedule if you chose to pick it up when you knew that it was optional. You signed up. You signed up for it. And so you have to bear the weight of those consequences because you don't control the schedule. Like it's not like it's optional, but only when it's convenient yeah, for you. For you. And that's just it. And like she did, she did, uh, the positives coming out of the workshop is she did say like, you know, I never realized that if my daughter's not there, then that hole is just there yeah. because there is no backup no. for that spot. Whereas in the other sports, there is. So she seemed to grasp that a little bit. Yeah. And she did say, I'm going to have to rewire my brain and keep thinking that way because I've never thought of it that way. I'm just like, why can't she miss? Yeah. My son misses. Why can't, why can't she miss? Why can't he miss? Why can't? So I don't know. But I then ask her, so this email, again, that's written aggressively, and I genuinely, through the whole, the meeting was calm. It was just conversation. I never felt good during it, though. The whole time, and I said to Taylor after, I said, nothing felt good. I never felt like she was listening. I never felt like she understood yeah. what I was saying. She never wanted to fully get into the depth of the email. She avoided every was, point I brought up. She would go into either the workshop conversation yeah. or try to blame me. Like, she tried to tell me I went against it our own contract. So and weird I said, because her point didn't even make sense. No, I go, what are you talking about? She's like, you went against the contract. Your contract says they have to show up an hour before they dance. Yeah. And I went, okay. She's like, now it says they have to show up an hour before their session but starts. But we're not affiliated with any competitions, and that's their rules now. Yes, and an hour before the session makes sense. Because if you go an hour before dance, if you have a dancer at 115, 120, mm -hmm. 130, you have kids showing up in all these different intervals. How do you ever warm them all up? How do you ever talk to everybody at once? How yeah. do you know who's even shown up? She doesn't know what it's like backstage. So, like, also, I didn't go against the contract because then it says this can change because yeah. we're not affiliated with the competition. But that's ever-changing, ever-shifting. Yes. Like, you know, it's like... It and so she no got... Sense. She tried to throw that at me and I just looked at her going, what are you talking about? She's like, you're going against the contract. So you say we have to book privates, but you're going... I'm like, I'm not going against the contract. It was just... It was such a weird conversation because you said you, like, were completely uneasy and you didn't feel good about I it like from it. the get-go. And I completely agree looking back on it, like, the entire conversation because I felt like... She was making light of everything, but she was in here for a serious meeting yeah. that, like, she sent a very aggressive email for, so she should need to back that up. But instead, she just kept saying, I just I just don't say no to anything. I just don't know how to ask questions. I just don't know how to do this. And it's just like, lady, yeah. how but do you then, live your life? And, like, fair, okay, so if that's, your, that's who you are, you still, why are you writing an angry yeah. email at me? Like, what did I do? And, like, you can't just write that angry email and then pretend everything's fine, like how she was probably expecting it to go because she was going to write this angry email, brush it under the rug, and then go to competition. Yeah, well, and I was very clear with her that I didn't like the email yeah. and that I will not be receiving emails like that again and that I'm not willing to meet all the time. So after this is all going on, and I'm like, this is just, in my mind, there's no resolution. Nothing's changed. She's not listening. Yeah. I then look at her and I go, why did you write this email? I ask her that first. And she goes, well, because I'm trying to, yeah. to tell you what's going on. I said, well, why did you write this whole part about your family health history when yeah. I, you told me it's none of my business? Because it isn't my business. And I didn't ask. No, and now, it's, and she and goes, now you've made well, it was, your business, my business. Yeah. Every teacher that is yeah, required like, to read that email. Are you kidding me? And she goes, well, I was trying to justify why we would miss. No. But every, and I said to her, everybody has their stuff. Mm -hmm. Everybody has reason to miss. Mm -hmm. I get it. My son plays high level sports too. I get it. I get the driving around and the managing, but you manage as a family. If you choose to have your child in any activity, then you choose as a parent to make sacrifices and plans, whether that's dad going one way, mom going another, yeah. grandma going one way. It, you never know. But, like, you make it work because that's what you want for them. If you don't want it, then don't. So I, I explained that to her. 
And she just kind of whatever. And she was like, I was just trying to justify it. And then she brushed that off. And also, I just feel like, sorry to. No, it's fine. But like, I also feel like, in my personal opinion, you are perhaps probably the worst person to try and use that excuse against because you have a child who's in a high level sport and you have had to do that your entire life. So like to as someone to come and be like, well, I just, I'm not used yeah. And you're like, get your life together because that's all you've ever known. But these people just can't seem to grasp it. It makes no sense. No. To and me. they look at me like it's not possible. And but I'm you're like, like, I had a daughter that danced and danced yeah. competitively at the time. I also had a baby. Yeah. Like a baby. And, and I ran my own business. And I have a husband who works full time and I have a husband who coaches out of work yeah. full time. So I know more than anybody. <laughs> but like when what she it said means. it, I was just dying because I was sitting here and I was like, she doesn't know that her trying to justify or use this excuse isn't going to fly with you because no. it's like. Not at all. <laughs> and like I just come off a weekend where yeah. I said to Taylor, my husband's in a different city. I had to leave work early on the Saturday and get a sub so I could get my child down to another practice that he also could not miss. Yeah. Bad roads. All these things were happening. But I made it work because I asked for help and yeah. I asked questions. And, like, it was Taylor that was like, why don't you just leave work early? Like, get, And I was like, good idea. Oh, my God. I, I can <laughs> yeah. make this happen because I didn't know what I was going to do. But she apparently can't do that. No. So – Whatever, we go through that. I ask her why she writes the email, and she's like basically to let you know that that I why we can't make it and that we didn't agree with your decision and to justify. And yeah. so then I say to her, So this email seems very reactive. <laughs> so I'm going to assume you wrote it out of anger yeah. and not from a calm place. This is a reactive email. And then she says, Gosh. the kicker of the whole meeting. <laughs> she goes, No, I wrote that three days prior. I read it, my mom read it, my husband read it, everybody read it, and then I sent it. Holy crap! It was so funny because all the, since we received the email, you were just like, we were all so like, she wrote this and she just sent it. She wrote it out of anger and she just sent it. It's an angry email. There's spelling mistakes, there's everything in there, it makes no sense, it's one run-on sentence, but then she said she had let multiple people read it and still thought it was a good idea to send. And that they all thought it was a good email. Yeah. They all thought it was a good email. I will never, if anybody said to me, can you read this email and you've capitalized words like you, no one, don't, never, in a yelling, why would that be necessary? That's not a well-written email. Why would you send that to like? That is an attack. Yeah. That is an attack. And there's no reason for it. And I just, I said to her again, I, I, this email doesn't sit well with me. And she went, okay. Like if you can't convey yourself in a like a respectful professional manner to another human being in an email like what's the point of sending that email because it makes you look like a like jerk it makes her you look like a jerk told her it was good yeah well her family is i don't trust their judgment now like and like didn't they say why did you give her whole health history yeah like i'd be like i'm not comfortable I with you sharing that, that. like i don't need that absolutely asinine when she said that <laughs> my whole i was like <laughs> I had tried so hard not to react. We didn't react. No. Nope. I went, okay. And then I, again, explained how I didn't like the email. Yeah. And all she said was okay. And I said, okay, well, I guess we're done here. And yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like, here's the rules. And I want you to start asking questions. I, yeah. If you aren't understanding, I don't know what you don't know. So that's kind of where we left it. The resolution, I guess, was her asking more questions. Yeah. And not always assuming And things. not making assumptions. Yeah. And she left. And then after she left, I looked at Taylor and went, what? <laughs> That was a calmly written 
three days prior proofread by multiple sets of eyes? I'd be embarrassed to send an email like that. Like, I'd be embarrassed. I would take my kid out of the activity and hide. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Like, I just, I don't even know. I don't even set, like sending text messages to yell or be angry. Like, I don't like that. It makes me feel uncomfortable. So if knowing that someone's comfortable sending, like, an email saying, like, you don't know anything, like, you never, like, my child's hated, blah, blah, blah. We do everything, blah, yeah. and it's like... Everything! It's like, Whoa. no! Like, Whoa. I'm sorry, but, like, for example, in their email, it did say that, like, they had to book off time off work to meet one of our teachers' um, required times that they needed, like, a prop, drop-off, pickup, whatever. But upon further investigation. investigation, in this email that said instructor sent to this family, it says three times in the email, which you circled, three times... Yeah. If this time doesn't work for you, please let me know. We can figure something out. If this time doesn't work for you, please let me know ASAP. If this time does not work for you. Yeah. And again, like, again, if this time doesn't work for also, you. And also, I just want to say, upon having this discussion about that, I sent Krista the definition of a volunteer. Yes. Because she and her family volunteered to take this prop. Yeah. So once again, not... They were our, not forced. Like, they were not asked directly. No. It was a sign-up process with time options yeah so again yeah her going into the whole thing where she's like we had to take time off work and not and like yeah. why why didn't you just ask you for actually a didn't time? have to take time off work you could have just asked us and we could have yeah. reached well, some resolution even about that to be honest i said to her at the end i said listen because this prop pickup hasn't happened yet yeah. i said if it really doesn't work please go home and talk mm -hmm. to your family about it and then email us yeah and let me know so we can make different arrangements i haven't heard from her about nope. it well, I don't think we will because I think she's such a chronic people pleaser um, and like a yes man that she won't ever, like now that she's agreed to it, she won't. That is it. not our problem. Well, it's definitely not our problem. I don't care. Yeah, I did not. I don't know. I the In terms of the meeting being calm, was it calm? Yes. Mm -hmm. Was it, was I able to give information? Yes. Did she hear it? I'm not certain. I think it went in one year. And, and I didn't feel good the whole time and I just I think because I I did go in and I said I wasn't expecting but I was hoping she would go I shouldn't have read written that email at least a couple times an episode the phone has to ring <laughs> anyway um yeah so I kind of was looking for her to be like I shouldn't have written that email or I shouldn't have capitalized those yeah. words or even just uh you know that is how we feel but I'm understanding what you're saying and I have a different understanding like any acknowledgement towards the email yeah I think would have at least made me know you're hearing what's being said, but she didn't acknowledge the email. Like when I said, you know, I found it aggressive. She went, oh, yeah. She and just kind of I want to talk it about off. it. Oh, I have every email we've ever written you in this year printed. Like yeah. I had a stack of paper, no, notes encircled, yeah. and she just sat there like, like it was oh. no problem in the world, like no care. But I just think it's because she thinks she's so in the right. So then she didn't hear us. No. So then this problem will perpetuate. Yeah. Which is bad. It's bad. And I don't know. Like, I don't know what else I can do. We are always trying to pump up her daughter. Yeah. I'm always trying to praise her daughter. Her daughter got huge praise in here on Friday night because yeah. she was the only kid that showed up with a notebook and pen Good. to take notes on all the adjudications they'd received the, the week prior that we had done. So her daughter's getting this praise. Yeah. Is she going home and telling her mom about the praise? Probably not Probably because not. everybody loves to report the negative. Yeah. That's all they like to report. So I don't know. I'm frustrated, but I told her I didn't want to meet like this anymore. I said well, I wasn't doing it fingers anymore. Fingers crossed, because we have our first competitions coming up. So we'll see how that goes. 
All right. Okay, we need to get going. We need to get to work. Uh, okay, follow us by the bar podcast at gmail.com, behind the bar pod on Instagram. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.